Welcome to Lunch Break, a special weekly series of the Eternal Entrepreneur that gives you bite-sized pieces of wisdom on how to build a functional faith and business. Each episode unpacks a short, actionable topic you can put into practice this week. Let's get into it. Hello, entrepreneurs, and welcome back to another episode of the Eternal Entrepreneur. My name is Joe Newton, and I'm one of the co-hosts here at the Eternal Entrepreneur And this is another lunch break. I am continuing my series on creating a personal vision for yourself. I hope you've already listened to my last episode where I went over some of the the basics of of what a vision is and why it's important. This is a quick recap. What a vision vision is in this context, it helps us to set out some goals for ourselves. And then in the future, it gives us clarity on the person that we want to become the impact that we want to have on those around us, and the legacy that we want to leave when we're gone. So it's not just a goal-setting process, but it helps us to get clarity on who we ultimately want to become and the impact that we want to have on those around us. So what, what, that's what a vision is, but why is it important? Real quick to recap, it's important because it helps us to prioritize difficult decisions It also enables us to keep momentum. We can continue to move towards that vision as we make those specific goals that are in line with that so that we don't get distracted by all of the opportunities that might be really amazing opportunities that come our way or get distracted by, how do I say, the crap that sometimes shows up in in life. It helps us to prioritize, to keep momentum, and to stay focused with clarity on moving towards what we feel that God's put into our hearts for our lives, for ourselves, and for those around us. So that's a quick, quick, quick recap of what a vision is in this context and and why it's important for this conversation. I also want to share some of the the quotes that that I, I left off with after our last episode. The first one is, a man without a vision is a man without a future, and a man without a future will always return to his past. This is one of the keys to why I feel it is so important for us to have clarity on where we want to end up. Because if we don't have clarity, or if in this verse it's saying a future, if we don't feel like we have a hope for a future— then we're always going to return to the past. We're always going to return to what's easy. We're always going to return to the squeaky wheel instead of pushing forward to what we feel are the promises that have been put in our hearts. The other quote is from Habaku. Forgive me if I'm not saying Habaku. (laughs) Two, two through three. And it states, The Lord answered me and said, Record the vision and inscribe it on tablets that the one who reads it may run, for the vision is yet for the appointed time. It hastens towards the goal, and it will not fail. Though it tarries, wait for it, for it will certainly come. It will not delay. Now, I'm not saying that this verse is talking about creating a personal vision for yourself. In fact, I'm going to tell you the opposite. This verse is not about that. Uh, it's about a totally different type of vision. But but here's what I do want to take from this verse. I think there are some really practical ideas that are articulated. It says, record the vision and inscribe it on tablets. Just like we know with the science behind goal setting, 
If we write something down, especially when it's something that we want to accomplish or achieve, it's much more likely for us to actually achieve and accomplish that task, that item, that goal, in this case, that vision. One, because we're going to have a greater likelihood of remembering it. Two, it's going to help us to process through that and make it a little more personal by just writing it down. And we can also then put it in front of us that we can remind it, but it allows us to run with confidence because we can always go back to that reminder that this is where I want to get to, or this is the promise that God has has given me in, in this area of my life. So I, I think that's one of the big important things we can take out of this verse without trying to pull this verse out of context and read into it. I just want to take that principle. Write your vision down. Write your goals down. It's really helpful so that when you're moving forward, when you're wanting to accomplish or see something come to pass that's in the future, that you can remember it. And, and especially when the poop hits the fan, when your emotions are heightened and you're doubting yourself, you have something to go back to and say, no, no, this actually is what I want for my life, for my family, and or this is something that I feel like God put on my heart for me to accomplish or to bring to the world. So that's, that's why I want to share that specific verse. Today, we're going to be taking a little bit of action. I want to start walking y'all through the, the steps that you can take to begin to get clarity for yourselves on your own personal vision. Now, to begin, I, I usually have a, a lunch break action at the end, but I'm going to give you a couple of actions as, as we go. The first thing I, I, I'd like to ask you to do is to take out a piece of paper or your computer, whatever it is, that, that <laughs> your tablet that, that you want to inscribe things down on. And I want you to think for a minute. Ask yourself this. When I'm gone, what is the one to two sentences, the one verse, the one poem? If you can't narrow it down, what is the, the one short paragraph that I would want written on my tombstone? What is that one thing that when I'm gone, if someone passes by who is related to me or not, and they, they see my tombstone and they read it, what is it that would articulate who I am or what would I want to be the, the message of my life lived? So take, take a minute and if you need to, pause the podcast right now. Think about that, but write something down. As I've said with so many other things, this is like the Constitution. It's important and it's in writing, but you can always change it. There, there is no right or wrong answer. So pause the podcast and write that down for yourselves. Okay, I'm assuming you, you've taken time with that. Now I'm going to share with you mine, what, what, what I would have written. And, and both of these uh, that I'm going to be sharing with you today are examples that, that I created one year ago. And I'm about to, full disclosure, go away and update these. So I'm, I'm going to chew on these and I'm, I'm going to rewrite these for next year and moving forward. So they're going to adapt and change. But this is where I began. And that's why I wanted to share with you the now. So you can get an idea of this is imperfect. This is an exact. I've gotten a lot more clarity, but this is where I started. So from my tombstone, I would have written on there, he lived Hebrews 10, 24. Provoke one another unto love 
and good works. I want to live a life that shows that I provoke others unto love, unto God, and good works, works that are honoring and serving in service of God. That's what I want to be known for at the the end of my days, that everyone that I'm in relationship, that I provoked them unto love and good works. I'm curious. I, I, I wish this was an interactive thing that, that I could hear y'all's as well. So maybe maybe if you get a chance, email some of those to me. Let, let me know what yours are. Now, the next thing we're going to do, now that we have a, a, a more specific idea of if we could be known for one thing, what would it be? Let's, let's start to flesh that out a little bit more. And then our next activity, what we're going to do is we are going to write our eulogy. And what a eulogy is at a, a funeral or a memorial service, you usually will have someone who was close to the deceased. In this case, it will be you <laughs> or me. It will be the us. We, we were writing this for ourselves, but it's delivered by someone that we're close to. And the way I would define a eulogy is a defense of a life lived. So through a handful of stories and examples and, and, and personal experiences, the person that we care about is going to articulate to everyone else there why it was important that Joe walked on the earth, why it was important that my life lived, what impact did I have on those around me, what legacy did I leave, why was it important that I lived in this world, and it's going to be the same for you. So you're going to write down your eulogy, and this doesn't need to be long. It, it really can be, you know, max three, five minutes. Please do not make this a book. And and have fun with it. <laughs> you're going to see when I share mine. I had fun. I had a good time writing mine. And, and, and when I go back here in a couple of days and rewrite this, there are a lot of things. If there's one thing that I could encourage you with in this, it's to be be bold and believe that you can accomplish more. Write down things that you're like, that is a little bit scary for me when I think about that. Can I actually accomplish that in my life? So take a couple of moments now and write down your eulogy. Write down the defense of a life lived with some stories, some examples, and what it is that you want to accomplish. By the time that you're gone, what is it do, that you want to have accomplished in this world when it comes to your family, your business, your friends? What, what is it that, that you want to have become? The person you want to become, the impact that you want to have on those around you, and the legacy that you want to leave when you're gone. Pause the podcast and get to writing your eulogy. Okay, we're back. I'm sure you guys have some amazing eulogies now. I'm going to share with you mine real quick just so that you have an example. And and again, man, this is a little intimate sharing this, but here we go. Did you hear that? That. What was that? A foghorn? Was it a siren? Possibly someone suffering uh, from a bout of Tourette's? 
a laugh. That guy's laugh. If you're here today, then you probably can hear exactly what I'm talking about. That large laugh that could fill up a room. More people's days were probably made than we can count because Joe had to laugh out loud and say amen to a good joke or a fun story. He had a quote on his Facebook profile almost from the day he created it that goes, I've always thought that a big laugh is a really loud noise from the soul saying, ain't that the truth, Quincy Jones. Joy. Joy was his default and his strength. But there was a time when he was young that he suffered from depression. When he was in high school and college, he had multiple years when he thought of killing himself many times a day. Though inside, he knew this wasn't who he was or was meant to be. He knew that he was meant for joy. And in his first year of community college, he started to find the Lord in a real way. A spiritual father was able to cast out the spirit of depression and help Joe to start to see his value in Jesus Christ. This encounter and that truth that followed changed everything for him. His biggest revelation was that Jesus didn't die because he was a worthless sinner, but because Joe was a true son of God, created in the image of God, and because Jesus shedding his blood Because of that, Joe could now live up to his full created potential. Joe could now live a life empowered, strengthened by joy. This life of joy can be seen in the impact that it had on others. Joe loved his family, and it was a priority for him to spend as much time as possible with them. He made it a priority to spend four to five months out of each year traveling with his family, whether that was in their RV, seeing national parks, or across the globe, seeing God's beauty in its many natural forms and cultures. The other joy of Joe's life was empowering others. He wanted everyone around him to know their value, that truly they were to die for. As you would say, you need to deal with your awesomeness. You can also see the impact Joe had by looking at the over 10,000 business leaders who learned to hear God's voice with clarity and to run their businesses with excellence. These men and women learned their value and learned how to find their joy in Jesus, just as Joe had. I know Joe hopes that his legacy is set by his family, friends, and those many business leaders leaving lives of joy because of they, they now know how valuable they truly are. And now, a dad joke. At this time, please have all those who wish to tell their favorite dad joke come forward and share. Okay, y'all, that was my, that was my eulogy from, from a year ago that I wrote. And, and you can see in here, I, I've set out some, some specifics of things that I eventually want to accomplish. I don't currently own an RV. <laughs> I, I, I don't get to spend four to five months out of each year traveling with my family. I, I haven't seen every national park. I, I haven't worked with and empowered 10,000 business leaders yet. But I'm making progress. This last year, we went to our first national park. This last year, I, I helped take the eternal entrepreneur to, to a new level Uh, that's gone out to around 10,000 downloads or so. 
and and I, I've began to craft a business. I, I switched industries so that I could now function in an industry where I'm specifically working with business owners to get free from the day-to-day operations of their business and allows them to focus on what they do best. And for me, that also gives me the opportunity to build a relationship with them and, and help them deal with their awesomeness, to, to learn who they are in Jesus. So I'm taking steps. There's been a lot of progress that's happened over this first year because I took the time to, to write out this eulogy and take the, the steps that I'm going to be sharing in, in, in the next few episodes with y'all. I hope this was helpful. Here's the synopsis. Take some time, write down what's going to be on your tombstone, then write a short eulogy for yourself, which is a defense of your life lived. Why will it have mattered that you lived on this earth? And dream big when you write it. Y'all are amazing. Pierce and I love y'all. We appreciate you, and and we hope this is helping you. In Jesus' name, I, I, I thank you, God, that you would place a blessing upon those who are listening, that there would be joy in their heart, that there would be peace in their household, and that you would give them clarity on what you want them to dream for and who you want them to become in your kingdom. Holy Spirit, that, that you would begin to, to show them the potential of their life lived as they partner with you in a greater way and 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 share that with others. Thank you for the clarity for them on on dreaming with you, God, on hearing your voice with clarity and and staying encouraged uh, in their current season and in the future. Bless their faces off, God. In your amazing name, Jesus, you're wonderful. I don't know if we'll have another episode before, so Merry Christmas. Jesus, you're wonderful. Thank you that you were born and that we get to now uh, be image bearers like you to this world, to represent you to the world. In your wonderful name, Jesus, amen. Have an awesome week, entrepreneurs, and we'll catch you next time on the Eternal Entrepreneur Podcast. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, do me a favor and leave a quick review. When you do, it helps other entrepreneurs find this content and benefit from it too. See you next week.